Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Hello, everyone. This is Tamara Luna. And this is Raven Sardoff. And this is the Tree of Life Hour here on the Pagans Tonight Radio Network. The Tree of Life Hour is also brought to you by the Tree of Life Community Center, a nonprofit group of people in the Louisville, Kentucky area, trying to create space for people with earth-based, for earth-based religions and philosophies. And our show is all about community, things we think everybody should be talking about in our community or at least know about. So we're here. <laughs> we are here. Sorry, I'm pretty out of it because I've been working two jobs and one of them is on overtime. Oh, my goodness. You sound like me last year. (laughs) The past several years. Yeah, and it's really fun when you're so out of it that one of your friends comes into town to go play bunko with you and you and you forgot that Bunko's next week, not this week, even though it's the same day every month, and you, like, I don't know. Apparently I thought I lost a week, but I gained a week. I don't know. I was I, I was a week ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I had to take her out to dinner to make up for her driving into town. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She drove from fairly far away, didn't she? It's a good 30, 30, 45-minute drive, yeah. So, so tonight, so we are doing Tasting Squirrels? Yep. Absolutely. I have no idea what's going on in the world right now. Well, I know the bad stuff that's going on because it's, you know, everywhere, but um, unfortunately. Okay, well, let's talk about the bad stuff, I guess. (laughs) Get um, it out of the way. Yeah, the only thing I know is about Parkland in Florida, the shooting, and I'm sure everyone else has heard about it. Um, I have seen so many conspiracy theorists, theories, about this, it's unbelievable. Like, it's worse than any other shooting or event. At least on my Facebook feed. So there's people that usually don't post conspiracy theories posting conspiracy theories about Parkland. Yeah. Instead of on the real issue at hand with Parkland. Um, well, there's two issues. Number one, why did he do it? And number two, the fact that he had access to the weapons to do it. So. Well, they did get him alive. They did it, get him alive. 
Right, which usually, uh, I mean, from all the shootings I remember in the past, they don't usually get the shooter alive, do they? Hardly ever. Well, no, the one here in Kentucky, they got him alive, too. They did? I couldn't remember. Yeah, the one in Marshalltown. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that's something that even though, you know, it shouldn't have ever happened to start with, um, hopefully with at least the two shooters, him and the shooter from here in Kentucky, hopefully with them being taken in alive, it'll give some people more insight into why these keep happening. Right. Well, and then and there's then, also... Um, go on. Go on. No, we're talking over each other again. Go on. <laughs> I think we have a delay, and I think that's what's causing the issue. <laughs> the what I was going to say was that uh, no, I don't now. Don't, don't even remember what I was going to say. Um, but just that, hopefully, you know, psychologists can you know be able to interview them and get them to open up and talk, and then uh, maybe we can find out, you know, why people are doing what they're doing, and. Do they know how he got the gun? Like, was it a family member? Did he buy it? What? Legal purchases. Legal purchases. What? Uh, he legally purchased these weapons. He obtained them completely legit. Wow. Which is, which is kind of where... I am with this and you know I'm actually not like there should never ever be any guns anywhere but it also brings to mind that there needs to be some restrictions on on guns in this country because when you start looking at the crime statistics in the U.S. and how many crimes are committed you know with guns versus other countries that have very strict gun control laws, you know, they don't have the same amount of mass shootings here or in Australia as they do here. Because um, one thing that happened in Australia after, I think it's called the Port Arthur Massacre, uh, they really cracked down on gun ownership. And um, the guns in general. And I was listening to one of my podcasts recently, and a retired FBI profiler actually made the comment that, you know, we consider um, cars to be dangerous and dangerous tools, but they're still tools. Well, if you want to drive a car or own a car, You have to have a driver's license. You have to, you know, get insurance. You have to take a test, all this other stuff, in order to be able to drive a car. You have to title it. Huh? You You have have to title it. You have to register it. You know, not everybody in their, you know, this is... You know, why, you know, why is it harder to get a driver's license than it is to buy a gun? 
And just to, to let everyone know, because I know there's a lot of pagans out there that are gun supporters. Um, I mean, we own guns. I, I'm not going to lie. We own guns. We own them for self-protection. My husband owns them for hunting. It, it, it's not, but we would also obey any laws if it came down to registering them, you know, as far as, you know, if you want to register them like a title. We don't own any crazy guns. Um, and when I say crazy guns, I mean, not in, we don't own any guns that we, that are like beyond what we need, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, we don't own any machine guns or anything like that. Um, but people out there, and there's a lot of people, they want to take our guns away. No, that's not the issue. No one wants to take anybody's guns away. They want to regulate them. And also there's a man going around talking about uh, how Australia's violence increased. No, it didn't. It actually didn't. That's false. I've actually read the news stories and the actual numbers and everything. Australia's violence did not increase after they took the guns away. It did decrease. Well, not only that, but um, by um, the something that really that happened and I forget what country it is. It was a country with very strict gun control laws. And there was this guy who basically decided that he wanted to kill a whole bunch of kids. Problem was he couldn't get a gun. He couldn't legally obtain a gun. He couldn't get a gun because he couldn't get the permit. This and that and this and that. Now he was still determined to go and kill some kids. Well, Here's the thing. When he went into school to try to do this, he had a knife. He stabbed an adult. And he didn't fatally kill the adult. So, you know, I see common sense gun control kind of as a way to prevent these school shootings. And I'm not saying that you can't have a hunting rifle, I'm not saying that you can't have a handgun. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you don't need an AR-15 to shoot Bambi. AR-15s are not going to bring down Bambi. They're not going to bring down any sort of game unless you're hunting something like maybe a bear. You don't need an AR-15 to hunt. You just don't. It's flipping overkill. Well, don't they say that because... There was a post that I saw about uh, that a nurse posted that treated some of the victims at the school and said that a bullet from an AR-15 isn't like a regular bullet. A regular bullet can go in and out in uh, in a spot, and just you have a wound the size of the bullet hole. But AR-15's bullets are way worse. Yes, they are. And and even if you legally hunt with that, it's going to tear a bunch of the meat up. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hunters won't. I I personally do not know of a hunter who will use an AR to bring down game. I'm sure there are hunters out there that use them. Personally, I think they're sloppy, but, you know, they use them. That's their choice, whatever. You know, but... I really don't know of any hunter that actually uses an AR. And 
you know, I've actually fired an AR-15 um, because I've got friends in law enforcement, and I've actually gotten a chance to fire an AR-15, and it's firing it, it it's it's it it doesn't seem real. Like there's hardly any kick to it. There's hardly any movement to it. It's almost like firing a Glock. It's just smooth as silk. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it, really. But the thing about it is, is you don't want to hunt with that thing. You go in, um, you hunt, you bring down a deer with that, you're going to lose half half the meat. Because you're going to either, A, you're going to either spoil the meat because you nick the bell, and there's all sorts of stuff. And, and I don't want to gross people out. I've always <laughs> Well, I've always heard that if you hit the bowels, that it just kind of, it ruins the meat. It does. It does. And here's the thing. If, if say, you go for a kill shot in the chest with an AR, there's a good chance because the way these bullets, the way they go into the body and stuff, there's a good chance that you can nick the bowel with that. Much better to use, use a buckshot. And a traditional hunting rifle or AK-47s were not designed to hunt animals. They were designed by militaries to kill people. That's what they were designed for. Um, you know, these bump stocks, they're designed to turn an AR from a semi-auto to a full auto without going in and grinding down the firing pin. I mean, I personally don't see a reason that someone needs a 30-round mag. I just don't see that. I, to me, it's flipping nuts. You know? I mean, you know, it's, and to me, I think that, you know, and people are like, well, if we outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. I'm not saying outlaw guns. I'm saying we don't need assault rifles. We don't need assault rifles hanging around where anybody can get to them. Me personally, I think that, you know, the gun show loophole needs to be closed. I think that we need to be able to, um, you know, basically, if you want a gun, you should have to have a background check. Personally, I think a background check to the FBI database would be wonderful. Stuff's networked. It wouldn't be that hard. Go in, type it up, look, you know. I, I just, I don't, you know, I think, you know, I think you should have to have a background check. I think you should have to be able to, like, be licensed to carry one. That, that basically, you know how to handle a gun safely. You're not going to leave it out for the kids to get. And you know how to handle it properly, properly, because there's a lot of gun accidents in this country because people, oh my gosh, the silliness of people never ceases to amaze me. I mean, people shoot themselves cleaning their guns. What? And I mean, you know, if you were following basic gun safety, you know, you would have cleared the chamber first. Just just saying. 
you know, I don't think we need 30-round magazines. You know, I, I, you know, and I, and I think there's certain type of types of bullets we don't need. We don't need those AR because the other thing about ARs is they use a different type of bullet. Uh, they really, and the thing about ARs, if you, um, they talked a lot about what happened in Vegas and some of this is going to be a little graphic, but the coroner was talking about how they were treating all these different victims in Vegas and how like the bullet would go in like the back of one person, pierce their lung, hit a rib, go out of them into another person. So like these bullets, it's not like a bullet, like a buckshot or a bullet from a handgun. It goes into a person, stays in a person. No, these bullets, they go in and they're they're spinning so fast they go in, go through, and then once they do their damage to the inside of your body, then they can exit and possibly even more than that. And that's and that's what they were talking about in Vegas. And I mean, you know, I've I read a few of the coroner's reports because I'm morbidly curious. And I'm just like, wow. Because I used, I used to think, well, you know, maybe ARs in the, the hands of the right people aren't that bad. But the more I read the coroner's report, I'm thinking, you don't need an AR-15 unless you're military or law enforcement. I just I don't see the reason. I truly don't. I mean, I don't. You know, I think, and you know, I I think we should treat guns in this country more like driving a car. Owning a gun should be like driving a car. You you should have to know basic gun safety. You should have to basically prove that you have a safe and that you can lock it up. And you're not going to leave it laying out for your kids to get to. You know, you don't need talon bullets. You don't need armor-piercing rounds. There's all this stuff you don't need. You don't need a bump stock. You know, if you are hunting, even for self-defense, you don't need this stuff. Usually most people for self-defense need a handgun, you know. And the thing about it is, is everybody talks about the good guy with the gun. The problem is that the good guy with the gun has only stopped two mass shootings. Out of 118, so about, you know, and, and the, the other thing is, is that in this country, we are underfunding mental health so much. We keep, we talk about it, but yet we don't do anything for it. You know, we don't fund it. Just, we don't fund it. And I just wanted to throw out there that the one of the laws that actually – is out there to protect people from with mental illness from buying guns has been repealed, right? Um, that I'm not sure of. At least that's what was being shared all over Facebook. I'll do a fact check right now while we're talking. Well, and see, from what I understand, I mean, you know, I'm considered mentally ill, but, you know, 
there's there's kind of a difference um, as far as have you been adjudicated as mentally ill. There's there's kind of a difference. Um, basically, are you considered a danger to yourself or others? Have you ever been considered a danger to yourself or others? And personally, if you've ever been considered a danger to yourself or others, I I, I don't think you should have access to weapons or at least okay. firearms. So he, here's what I found is Congress passed a law. So I was on, I'm on Congress passed a law repealing a measure that was originally intended to make it easier to prohibit the sale of firearms to people deemed mentally defective by, requ- by requiring the Social Security Administration to provide disability benefit information to the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. The repeal does not change any actual firearm regulations. There have been and still are laws in the book that prohibit the sale of guns to some groups of people based on mental illness. So, in other words, if you have a mental illness with the Social Security Administration, that's what this law had to do with. But uh-huh. if you're not on disability for your mental illness, it's not going to show up with that law. So, it probably wasn't really stopping much anyway. All right. So, now that I have corrected my statement. <laughs> Well, but that's the thing. We need we need better systems in this country to kind of track people. Not only that, but we need we need better mental health care in this country. I hate to say it, our prison system has kind of become the place for the people, you know, for people who used to be in mental hospitals because they couldn't function on the outside world in the outside world. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to say about this subject before we move on? Um, honestly, <laughs> we're probably beating a dead horse at this point. But um, the one thing I will say is that I do support the teenagers who are talking about walking out and staging a protest, walking out of school. I, I I support these kids. I think they're doing the right thing, and I think that you know if these kids if these kids grow up to be the future leaders of our country, I think that's going to be a good thing. You know because these kids are so engaged, and they've already gotten the NRA to lose one major sponsor. These kids have, with the amount of how they're how they're speaking up and pushing back, you know, and, and that's something that I'm, these guys are the future. Oh, and just later right now, um, I can't think of his name right now, but the guy that's kind of, the kid that's kind of been leading all of it has, that has come under fire with one of the biggest conspiracy theories. He was the reporter for his school paper there at Parkland. He wants to be a reporter. Yeah, and he has a big YouTube following apparently too. So yeah, he was recording a lot of stuff and interviewing people. So that's what he does. That's probably how he handles stress. Back off, leave him alone. Well, and not only this, but um, the head Cheeto in charge talking about arming school. 
school teachers with concealed weapons. That's nuts. Doing what? Um, he wants to give teachers, um, all teachers, a gun in every single classroom. Yeah, and how's that work when the police show up? All they know is there's an active shooter. That's just going to get more teachers killed by the police. Plus, who's going to pay for it? They don't even get enough school supplies. Exactly. So, okay, let's go on something else. So, um, so apparently, and I'm getting this from the Wild Hunt. Everybody, go out and 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 uh, please uh, help the Wild Hunt. Keep them donate if you can. They are the ones that go out there and dig everything up and share it with us. That has to do with the pagan community, and they have really good editorials. So um, there's multiple reports of ritualistic torture in New England. Um, and it says the multiple reports leave the voodoo practitioners. So they say two apparently unrelated cases of child torture and murder in Massachusetts have been attributed to voodoo by the perpetrators, which has led to precisely the sort of negative attention in the media that practitioners of African traditional religions seek to avoid. Um, so the two recent cases um, it says in East Bridgewater a woman who feared her daughter was possessed by an evil spirit brought the girl and her brother to two women to perform a cleansing the girl's face was burned so badly by the chemicals used that she may never heal and then not far away in Brockton, a woman stabbed her two young sons to death, apparently because a, a ritual she was attempting had failed. Huh. Now, uh, Lil Dorsey, who practices New Orleans voodoo and blogs uh, for Pathos Pagan, said there is nothing inherent in voodoo or voodoo, voodoo, V-O-D-O-U, that requires harm to children or adults. Uh, there are negative, insane people in every religion, and I fear this is another unfortunate example of this because of the ne- necessity for secrecy in the religions. It is often victim to stereotype and misinformation. Yeah, this one. This one no. Out. Go ahead. Um. No. What were you going to say? Ah, ADD moment. I kind of forgot. It says that, as reported in one story, Letitia Latrice Saunders murdered her sons because of the voodoo stuff she told police. In the other story, Peggy LaBossier and Rachel Hilaire told police that they had many years of experience performing cleansing baths, which included rubbing oils and salt as well as resins on clients' bodies as they prayed. The woman had been entrusted with the two children of Lebossier's hairdresser and asked to use their knowledge to expunge a spirit from the young girl. In this case, whatever they rubbed on the child caused disfigurement. They also cut the girl, blew fire on both the children, and threatened to decapitate the boy if he disobeyed, according to the report. Hmm. 
So, and it says, uh, as Fox News has reported, it's not clear whether Sanders is a follower of Haitian voodoo. And, of course, a lot of this is also, it says, the Fox article brings forth the voices of several Massachusetts practitioners who echo Dorsey's own words. The harming of children is never acceptable, and these instances do not represent what happens during the course of legitimate practice. So, wait a minute, I'm a little shocked. There's something in this, this story that actually shocked me. Fox News did a fair article on this. What? They, they actually interviewed people. Okay, I don't know what the whole article reads, but they actually interviewed people and printed the people saying, that harming of children is never accessible, and these instances do not represent what happens during the course of legitimate practice. What? Fox News actually did something right? Uh, like weird. I said, I don't know what the rest of the article reads like, but apparently they actually let someone have a say. Wow. And this is the story. The story in the Enterprise similarly lists a woman whose estranged husband used voodoo as a scare tactic before murdering her. A teen boy who attempted to kill a neighbor, he suspected of using a voodoo spell on him. And and a woman who waved a metal skull and swung a machete at police while yelling, I do voodoo, I'm from Haiti. (laughs) Wow. That's, 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 wow. I I don't have any more words for that other than wow. (sighs) Okay, on to good news. So, as of January, paganism is, huh? Oh, I was going to say that, Gino, do you want us to take a break real quick? I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll take us out, we'll go out to a break on, on some good news, Okay. So, okay, that'll work. In January this year, paganism reached another milestone in inequality for pagan religious bodies, uh, reports the Wild Hunt. A pagan institution has gained equal status in endorsing chaplains with that of the institutions of more dominant religions. The Association of Professional Chaplains accepted Circle Sanctuary as an, endorse, as an endorser January 4th, and the COMISS network on ministry and specialized settings accepted Circle Sanctuary on January 7th, joining the Sacred Well congregation. So this makes it possible for pagans to expect culturally competent chaplaincy services. And so Circle that Sanctuary is- can now endorse, yeah, Circle Sanctuary can now endorse prospective chaplains and have the and have that recognized. So Selena Pock said, um, explain the concept. Someone seeking to become a chaplain has to obtain the endorsement of a religious institution. The endorsement forms a critical part of certifying that an applicant has demonstrated sufficient knowledge, character, and experience to serve as a chaplain. In including Circle Sanctuary, the two above associations have acknowledged that a pagan perspective now has equal validity to theirs. Nice. That's awesome. Yes, it is. 
so that was something good. You can take us out onto break now. Um, the song is I think actually I have a song picked out. It's by Celia and it's called Caregiver Song. I love that song.
And we are back here on the Tree of Life Hour on Pagan's Night Radio Network. This is Raven Fired Off. This is Samara Luna. And tonight we are chasing squirrels, and then we will be followed by the guys of the Spirit Road. Yay, they're back. The guys oh, I have something really cool to share. Oops, sorry. Okay. No, go for so it. I have something really cool to share. Um, on the Wild Hunt, they posted a little blurb that there is a new site, and it is called PaganMarkets.com. I really have to get this out. As a vendor myself, I really have got to get this out. Everyone needs to know about this. PaganMarkets.com. It's, um, huh? I'm, I'm, first time I've been to the site, I'm on it right now. Um, it's kind of, I guess, like an Etsy type thing, or you know, am, it's like Amazon for witches, whatever. It's, it's a pagan marketplace. Uh-huh. So it, it looks like there's about 84, 85 vendors. They posted there were 74. It looks like there's about 84 now. Uh, different vendors uh-huh. that you can buy from on here. Really? That are, yeah. And they're always looking. It looks like they're looking for more people to sign. You know, more vendors to sign up. It's for you know people that are having issues with selling their stuff, like how Etsy's you know been taking down a lot of pagan stuff because they say that the claims are you know not valid. They don't you know they're afraid they're going to get requests for reimbursement, all that stuff. Um, right. They can't right. sell readings on Etsy, I don't think. I know you can't sell them on eBay anymore. Um, so, there is PaganMarkets.com now. Go. Join. I'm going to create an account after the show's over. And by the way, for yeah. our listeners, if they want to, like, see what you do and what you make and stuff. Who, me? Yes, you. Uh, no, no, no. I don't usually talk about it too often because I feel like it's taking advantage of being a host. <laughs> you know, but okay, you still so, plug your business. It's been a while. I know. I let everyone plug their own businesses, but I don't plug mine too often. Um, I, I do steam and lace. Um, I don't have a website. I have a Facebook page. Um, I have an Etsy page, but there's yeah. not really anything on it. I sell more stuff in person than I sell online. Um, <laughs> so I don't really, I haven't been posting stuff to Etsy. It was just wasting my money. Um, but I do do local festivals and stuff, though, because I've been working two jobs the last year. I haven't done a lot. Mainly I've just I did Puff last year and, like, Pagan Pride around here. But Steam and Lace, it's like steampunk and I do, it's mainly everything is like upcycled steampunk type stuff and some of the items are pagan some aren't um, try to bring in some gothic elements with some stuff whatever you know whatever I do painted corsets um, I've upcycled a dress um, I have other clothing I have wedding dresses to upcycle I just haven't gotten to them but like I said, I've been working two jobs lately, so I haven't been able to work too much on my business. But I do have some stuff still in inventory, which I will have with me at Puff this year. 
that oh my Facebook page though is uh Facebook dot com slash theme and lace. And you can check it out if you want and see some of my past stuff and I do take commissions, so if there's something that you have an idea. Okay, plug done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's awesome that you know, that someone's finally figured out a way around um some of the eBay at C B S that's been going going on. Right. So yes, like so it's pagan a pagan doing it. it sounds oh, like it's yeah. probably pagan. pagans who are doing it, which means that yeah. money's gonna stay pagan money's gonna stay in the pagan community. And it is plural, paganmarket.com. So is there anything going on in the heathen community? Um, well there was something on Wild Hunt. Um, over in the UK they're getting ready to do another um, uh, conference on heathen women uh, which which sounds very interesting and the one thing that is I really like about the whole premise behind the, the group and the conference that they're doing is this group is very much um, <laughs> very much talking about how they are um, proud um, they proudly signed on to Declaration 127 and that, you know, the the way they view women is female or any female identified LGBTQIA folk. So they're not even trying to um, distri- discriminate against the trans community, you know, and, I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's a great thing. There are no Terps involved in the group, it sounds like. So, And for those of y'all who don't know what Terp is, that means trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And that's kind of some of the stuff that goes on at PantheaCon every year uh, that some people kind of get upset about is that the women, the women's only rituals and stuff, and people say, you know, uh, biological women only and you know you have trans women saying but wait a second aren't I a woman as well and so there's a whole big thing about that so uh, you know and I wish them well they're going to have um, set a conference here in the U.S. in uh, 2017 and they said they're going to return to the U.S. in 2019 So I think that's something that's that's going to be really, really cool, and I hope that when they return to the U.S., I can actually get to go. That would be cool. It would, depending on my schedule. Do you have to attend? Um, It doesn't look like it, but, I mean, it's geared towards heathen women. I mean, you know, they have vulvas, sedankas, everything. You know. All the magical practitioners, because there are a few realms of heathen magic, and there's um, and they have you know, and they're all going to be there. So I, I think that's going to be cool. And also love the fact that they signed on to like Declaration 127, mm-hmm. and Declaration 127 um, for people who don't know is the document that basically renounces the AFA and their whole idea of um, 
you have to be of uh, Nordic descent or of um, of the blood in order to be heathen or ossetur. Um, which, you know, I'd say y'all are, mis- you know, they're just, you know, being them. They're being the their usual lovely racist little selves when when you when they talk about this type of stuff, of course. So um, the fact that uh, this group signed on to Declaration 127 is actually, to me, extremely heartening because it means that you know they're not going to allow any discrimination going on at their event. So. Um, also in heathen news, uh, the Wild Hunt is reporting that on May 5th, um, the members of the Saskatchewan Liberal Party will elect a new leader, and uh-huh. this new leader will represent the party in 2020 provincial elections, and if elected becomes the premier of this prairie province. The person that is going up is Robert Rudicek, an outspoken member of Canada's heathen community. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, I've actually um, seen a lot of his postings. He's actually a very active troth member, um, and that's awesome. I, I think I think he 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 will be a fine individual to undertake such a thing. And I wish him well. I hope I hope it goes well for him. Would love to see yeah. a heathen, even if it is in Canada. Once again, proving that Canadians are better at being Americans than Americans are. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I know I'm probably going to get some hate mail on that one, but, you know. Uh, Canada, and don't get us wrong, we, we reported that Canada has had some issues, too, with... Um, with religious equality. Oh, yeah. Um, And have you heard about this new series, Britannia? Oh, yeah. There's one other thing I I did kind of want to talk about, um, and I totally forgot about it until Ulf walked in the room. And um, since the Winter Olympics is going on, I want to talk about sweaters. Oh, those sweaters are so cool, and it's so stupid that people had issues with it. Thank you! I freaking love those sweaters. Like, I want one in size chunky woman. Yeah, but they're like $600 or something. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing about these sweaters. Um, The, I want to say Norway, their ski team, those those sweaters um, were designed for the Norwegian ski team. They have the tear rune on them. And um, basically they, they were two? kind of the tear rune. I thought they had two runes yeah, on it. Several runes on it, but the big one was the tear rune that people were objecting to. So they have the tear rune on them and and the tear rune is not racist at all by, by any, you know, some racist groups use it, but, you know, it's not anything in super, super racist ideology. 
because your mainstream heathens use use the rune too. But a lot of people were throwing a fit because they're just like, oh no, they're using Nazi imagery. It's like, actually, hi folks, this is Olf. I'm going to step in for a minute. Actually, the reason people were throwing a specific fit is there's unfortunately a neo-Nazi group that makes its home uh, near Oslo in Norway. And they specifically have been bannering about that particular rune lately. So because it's attached to them, uh, people in political places in Norway and other places and, and in the Olympic community and that got uh, Olympic committee and such got nervous about it. So the skiers decided not to wear it and things like that. And that, I just think it's stupid because there's nothing racist about any of the runes. It's just that these fringe idiots, as Raven and I often call them, the idiot fringe, have latched onto some of the runes and decided to use them in their banners and things like that. And they're starting to corrupt them the same way Hitler corrupted the swastika, which was not originally a symbol of racism either. It was, in fact, a symbol of many different things in many different cultures. And now by by buckling so easily and saying, oh, we're not going to wear the sweaters and this and that, they're, they're, letting, they're handing the Nazis a win. And it just frustrates me and irritates me. I will hand the show back over to the lady. Sorry, I just knew a few specifics or even didn't. I'll shut up now. Enjoy the show. Oh, you can join Toads and Squirrels anytime. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we, that's kind of the whole thing with the with the cheer rune and that, that that group in Scandinavia. Like I said, he knew a little bit more about it than I did. But I'm just like seriously, I think these sweaters are flipping cool. I would wear one, and I don't like sweaters that much. I know you hate sweaters. You know, I'd, I'd like one. You know, I like one. Ulf just said he'd like one, and he don't wear sweaters all that much. I don't wear sweaters all that much, and I'm like, I want one. They look so cool. So, and it's just, you know, I think my issue is is that we're kind of letting these buttholes win when um, when they take one of our images or take one of our symbols. And then we just said, okay, you know, it seems like they just walked away and said, okay, buttholes, here, have the room. Instead of, you know, people actually fighting back and saying, uh, no, you know, the runes are not just yours. So, um, but anyway, that's situation right there. Um, do you have anything else? Um, I, well, I wanted to mention this show, Britannia. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I was starting talking about earlier. Um, I mean, I guess if they put it out as a fantasy sci-fi thing, it probably wouldn't be too bad from what I'm reading. But a lot of people are having issues with it because um, it's pretty much giving the druids and, and um, pretty much giving the druids a bad name and the Celtic people a bad name. Um the, the show's official publicity says the series follows the Roman army as they return to crush the Celtic hearts of Britannia, a mysterious land led by warrior women and powerful druids who claim to channel the powerful forces of the underworld. It takes a journey to a place where mystical druids run free, invincible Celts reign unopposed, and invading Romans try to bring them into line. Now, apparently early in, the, in this season 
Um, let's see. A Celtic sorceress in ancient Britain draws a large pinnacle on stone and casts a spell saying, Dark Mother, send me a demon to do my will. And also, uh, a druid Vernum and his druid tribe who live in a rocky mountainside hollow park uh, capture an invading Roman soldier and perform some sort of ritualistic soul-sucking thing which causes the soldier to reanimate as a zombie under Varen's control. So, but I love this. I love this. They remarked, so the Wild Hunt remarked, later Varen, who looks like a cross between Skeletor of He-Man fame and Richard O'Brien's character Golnar in the Robin of Sherwood TV series and Riff Raff in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, has a Vulcan mind meld, um, and it goes on to talk about, he apparently does some kind of mind but what meld with one of the uh, Roman people. But yeah. So it says when Bitrania hit the airwaves in late January, some modern day druids denounced the series in the British press saying that the sword and sex and sorcery epic has no resemblance to modern or ancient druidic practices and it solely is both. So but then another person says, um, a teacher at Druid College in the uh, UK says the program is not aiming for historical accuracy and it quite and is quite honest about that. Aside from inaccuracies in the historical details, the religious practices, the invocations used in the show are a mishmash of neo-pagan and New Age concepts and ritualism. Oh my gosh! So it sounds kind of sounds like a Roman, Romano-British version of Vikings? I don't know. It sounds like a more problematic Romano-British version of Vikings. <coughs> with a lot, with a lot of like crazy fantasy thrown in. Or am I reading that? So I guess they're they're under fire, but at the same time, I don't know if you can't. Okay, so here's how I feel about series and horror movies and different stuff. Sometimes they aren't really bad if you kind of remove yourself from it. Like if you're not really looking for, I don't know how to phrase it. Like sometimes a movie's just a movie, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I will like, say there okay. was one that really upset me because, like, I had gone along with the movie up until one point. It was um, what was that? It was with Nicolas Cage. I can't think of the name of it. But then they started talking about how the triple—I think it was the triple goddess symbol—represented something bad and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. You know, generalities are one thing, but then they go to specific you know, a good specific symbol and start talking about being bad? Wait a minute, no. (laughs) Only that, but, like, I absolutely positively love the TV show Vikings. Absolutely positively love it. I constantly have to be reminded, though, from time to time when I'm watching it, that it's not really history. I mean, yeah, it takes a few things from history, but then it plays with it, shakes it up in a blender, 
and Hollywoodizes it and gives it the modern treatment. So, but oh, and just I to let you know, I don't believe the series is claiming to be real because there's not really a lot known about the druids anyway. <laughs> so, at least not right. publicly. Yeah, I might have to, like, check out an episode or two, because I think it's on Amazon Prime, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a Prime uh, Prime series, actually. I might have to check it out and see, you know, and see what I think of it. So, um, I guess it's time to do the events for the guys show. Yep. So... Let me see what's coming up. Okay, so this weekend, starting tomorrow, is the official event for the third annual Michigan Nordic Fire Festival. It's going on the 23rd to the 25th. You tickets available at michigannordicfirefestival.com. Of course, I don't know if you can still buy them. A lot of times they close that down when it's this close. Uh, it's going to be in Charlotte, Michigan. Um, also, tomorrow is... Well, it looks like this might be the last of maybe many classes, but it's Crystal Healing for Beginners at Yogaya uh, on Frankfort Avenue here in Louisville, Kentucky, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. I'm not sure if that's something you had to attend all the time or if you can go. Um, let's see. Where did my events go? Oh, there they go. Um, also... Shamanic Breathwork Inner uh, Inner Awakenings in Blairsville, Georgia, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, there's a meet and greet Creative Magical Circles author at Soul Journey in Butler, New Jersey, from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And let's see. Carol readings by Lady Vanessa at and Lady Vanessa's on the show a few times at Silver Wolf Treasures and Gifts in Independence, Kentucky, Saturday, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, Crystal Reiki Sunday, 10:30 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Sacred Journeys in uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky. I think there is a price for that class. You'll have to look um, see maybe call the store for more. Uh, Digging Deep in the Poison Garden, February 27th, with Christopher Penzak, and that is going to be at the Robin's Nest uh, in Bellingham, Massachusetts, Tuesday, February 27th, 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Then we have Devination Share Special Guest, Mandy Perez, at Draconis Arcanum in Nashville, Tennessee. That's March 10th, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then I'm going to do that weekend, and I will be done. The Appalachian Folk Magic class at Aroma Gregory Soap and Tea is sold out. That's in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, St. Patrick's Day with Fistful of Haggis and Mother Grove is going to be at Cedar Point Brewing in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Saturday, March 17th, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. So... And then it looks like that is all I'm going to do for today. 
All right. So I guess this is time for us to say goodbye and then hand the reins to the guys, huh? Yep. So I'm going to tell everybody have a blessed evening. And we will talk to you next week. And y'all be safe out there. And to take us out, um, Gift of the Fairies. And we'll see you all next week.
thanks for listening to whatever that was. I'm sure it was amazing, uh, especially if you're listening on YouTube. And uh, welcome back. And front, you're both here. Hooray! Um, once again, you are listening to this weird road with we've, Old Hammerheart and Bully Thorn. We've not addressed our our prison listener in a while. I bet he would know. For us, it's a hard knock life. For us, instead of kisses, we get hit. Instead of bitches, we probably get sued. Please don't sue us, anyone. But welcome to this weird road. That's all, Hammerheart, and that's Bully Thorn. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we're sitting around here having a good time and or sort of trying to sort of emphasizing the uh, point of today's show. Yep, believe it or not, the silly opening actually kind of had a point this week. I know it's a shocker, but. It's um, hard out there being a heathen, or if you're into Hammer films, things that make folk not take us seriously. Yes, which, ironically, for a show where we want to talk about being taken seriously, the t- the title makes you go, "Don't take us seriously." But hi, have you ever seen our show? Um, probably not, because it's a well heard our podcast. Show, I guess. Yeah. It's the I, vocal thingy. No, um, if you're gonna uh, do it, do it right. Oh yeah, there, there we go. Uh, for all our levity, case in point, uh, that, that, you know, that, and levity's fine. It definitely don't take yourself seriously throughout life constantly. Hell. You'll go nuts. It saved Asgard. Yeah. From an angry giantess. Yeah. Who was yeah. about to fuck a bunch of people up. True. So and levity then, has its place, but... There was a goat involved. Testicles. Isn't there always a goat involved? No, that's that's when we're Satanists. Oh, oh. Uh, um Pew. Um, but, like I said, for all our levity, and levity's one thing, but there's a difference between, you know, joking around and not being taken seriously for what who you are or what you believe. Right. And, and that's the core of what today's about. We, is, while, while discussing uh, the topic for the show today, uh, I mentioned, I was like, well, we have two things that, uh, two major categories as to why people don't take it seriously. And I said, besides us. Yeah. Two reasons besides the two of us that people don't take us seriously. And we actually realized that really everything else falls under the umbrella of those categories. Of those two. We have white supremacists. Yeah, people don't want to take us seriously as a a spiritual path because most of what the people outside of the path know, unfortunately, was what they see in the news, which of course... In American History X, honestly. Yeah, which which is of course the, uh, the white supremacists. Actually a really good movie, but... And um, Veruza Balk, like the prettiest ugly girl or the ugliest pretty girl. I'm not really sure. It's a gray like, area. Like, she's incredibly attractive, and I know we're way off topic. In a very unconventional way. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and the, the second one, I'm going to try to reel us in. No, that kind of leads into it, is the media. Yeah, the second one is, is media or pop culture kind, yeah. of, kind of falls together. This, I saw Ragnarok yesterday, and... Uh, and I've no, seen it as well. And no, it, no, I don't mean in the vision sense, as because I've done that since I was a kid. Yeah. But, I mean the movie. Yeah, if, if you meant the other one, I'd kind of be freaking out a tiny bit right now and be going home to grab my shields. Yeah, uh, but no stopping it. That, yeah, you know, when it comes, it comes. But that's, that, you know, topic yeah. for later. Um, Which I yeah, really want to do. I yeah, want to do a done full show on Ragnarok right right yet. So, so I that's would, definitely, it's something we've yeah. talked about, so that's definitely in our future. You know, funny part, but, um, Back way back in the day when I was still a, a Bible bumper, but a Bible thumper, um, my favorite book was Revelation. Mine too, actually. And now it's, it's like weird. the 
the few things that really get me talking with people uh, outside of the faith is Ragnarok. Yeah, I was having a, a, a actually quite an involved discussion about Ragnarok with somebody at at the uh, pub or at the Heathen yeah. Friday. But uh, as we say, don't want to get into that now, or that'll become this show. But um, look for that in the future, folks. How long did you guys stay after I left? Um, like five minutes. Oh, okay. Because um, as soon as you got you guys left, the other people started getting ready, so so did we. But um, yeah, I mean, by well, the way, thanks, Phil, Laura, and Callie, Callie for showing uh, up. Alex, Alex yeah. was there. Thank you, Always. buddy. Um. But you know what? What we're 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 skirting it here. It's been a weird day. Not, no, no. It's been a weird week for me, folks. My brain's still not quite uh, in my skull and in the proper position. But um, well, haunt season what, just ended, and you just did all your stuff, and yeah, and there was a really unpleasant anniversary this week. So, uh, but what we're talking about, folks, is things like you know we we've addressed the Marvel problem before about pop culture and things right and it has its benefits you know it brings people toward the faith sometimes i think but but the negative parts of things like that are like you and i have both ran into people who have said oh it's a comic book religion right you know or oh oh it's not real it's comic books and right and and that's not true the comics books actually pulled from the legends originally to right. to build the character and then of course they they did their own deviations and changes to make the story their own, which is like, fine. Like making Hella their sister instead of well, Loki's daughter. For all that, for changing her name to Hella, even. Well, no, that's kind of cool. That seems a little weird. And uh, it's just a variation on the same thing. I mean, it's well, yeah, and just like you know, making Thor and Loki brothers. That's not from you know. So they've made we've all also touched on that before too. That. that how Marvel sort of cleared that up. In one of the in the Thor and Loki animated movie, yeah, they cleared that up a little, but they've still taken their own twist on it. And oh, yeah. that's fine. That's that's not part of the the problem we're right. addressing here. It's you know that's all gravy. But it's the fact that people think that that's the stocking canon, yeah, and that that it's all well made up, yeah, and and that it's not an actual well, and then, viable spiritual path. And then the people who who do accept it as being a real thing. Uh, immediately think that Thor is dumber than a bag of wet hair, and that uh, they're all basically just warmongers out yeah, and, for for conquest and drinking. And, and now, uh, most, and I'm all for both of those. Most of our gods are are most not all are warriors or war gods, but that's not their only thing. And Thor is not the smartest of the gods, but he's not, as you well, put it, a bag of wet hair either. The but there are. Uh, Lay of balls. No, not lay of balls. It, it might be. Sure. You don't know. It's a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> a, a, it starts with an A. Mother Mary Francis. Why can't I think of it today? Anyhow, uh, who approaches Asgard, says he's the smartest dwarf in all the realms, and he's going to marry third. And Thor's like, hell you are! Which happens to be Thor's daughter, for those who may not yeah. know. Uh, and he's like, uh... To my niece, you are whatever. I don't know, but uh, and then he essentially quizzes him because these tests tests were common. Yeah, uh, you know, if you were accused of something, accused of a crime, you could be put to a test. Yeah, and I mean the stories are riddled with these. Yeah, 
No pun so, intended there. That's what I did. And most of them, and and so did this one, with what did Odin whisper in Baldur's ear? For one, that's a thing that only Odin's going to know, and saying that pretty much guarantees you win. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, person on the other end, crap, unless it's Odin playing a trick on you. Which is well, he's usually the one who asks it, though. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like when, when he does his test of wit. But, uh, so, basically... Thor didn't so much win as keep the dwarf talking until sunrise. And in our mythos, in our lore, when when, when a dwarf is struck by sunlight, they, they turn, turn to, to stone. stone. They turn to stone. When you are gone, they turn to stone. Sorry. Somebody turned his radio on. He'll be all right in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, and, and, you know, if he were... The box, dumb as a box of rocks, that he, you know. He would have just punched him. Yeah, he wouldn't have but been able to. He bloodshed have had was mental wherewithal. But bloodshed was forbidden in Asgard, so. So he had to find another way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, kudos. But, uh, kudos to him. I wouldn't let a dwarf marry my daughter either. Hey. Not like a side of plastic. Like, ah, I don't mean a human that has dwarfism. I mean uh -huh. a okay. dwarf. I mean the grubby little maggot people. <laughs> grubby, grubby little maggot men. What are uh, you looking at? Sounds like a oh, the man. wee little puppet man. <laughs> That's gonna be one of those days, folks. Uh, we love you. Uh, yeah, we're really and, just kind of emphasizing the point, aren't we? I think we should probably stop while we're ahead. And and then you like know, the, well, like you said, the other get a little more serious, and if we get to the other side of it, which is. The jackasses, which we've talked about before, you know, unfortunately, uh, a large percentage of the white supremacists out there have decided to adopt Asatru as a as a faith path, and a lot of them, you know, like to point out, well, the Vikings, you know, they're all white, and that's why it's all white supremacists. They were all white because of where they were from. Well, and no, it, they it, weren't. I mean, these people traveled, and they set up shops. They didn't in, in just other go lands, raid. And, and well, when I guess they, the Vikings went and raided, but yeah. Scandinavians, however, uh, were traitors, not traitors. Yeah, traitors with a D. And they would, you know, like you said, they would set up shop in these other countries. And you would have trading posts and, and all sorts of boom. Yes, and they'd also often, the ones that would return home, often brought people, women mostly, but also, you know, yeah. uh, home to be their their concubines or their wives or their whatever, you know, to breed with, to put it in a in a more uh base race uh, wasn't as big a deal. Yeah. That's no. basically strong people were strong people, pretty people were pretty people, that was it. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't care about any of that other stuff. That that didn't matter. Which I mean being as as big as I am and as much as I love a a, a big woman there's something absolutely appealing about the idea of being able to just pick a woman up and little tiny one. Oh, you come here, you're fun. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I certainly wasn't doing anything vulgar with my hands. No, no, you weren't. <laughs> that it would imply they'd be fun sized for an entirely different reason. But drink a gallon, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, but you know, we even here talking about it, we're doing what we do, which is making light of a lot of it, but. These are some serious roadblocks to get over. It's yeah. It's incredibly annoying. It's hard to not, for me anyway, to not get angry when someone looks me in the face and tells me 
that the path I believe in is comic book hooey. Well, you know, but here, here what you have to do to get past that and prove that it's real, in my opinion, part of it anyway, is take a deep breath and explain to them why it's not and not get back. And this is where uh, my life philosophy really comes into into place. There's power in not giving a crap. Uh, if I don't, if you're already approaching me with that mentality, you want to be ignorant. That's my view of it. Instead of coming up and saying, hey, I, I know that this is a thing that you're into. Can you tell me about it? And you go, huh, I like comic books too. I don't have to take you seriously at that point. Your opinion means not dick to me. So I can, see, I didn't hit the table. Uh, I can do that. And I do that with like almost everything in my life. I give no craps about what anyone thinks of me. So now, as one YouTube commenter has pointed out, no, not that one, uh, that that means people that I'm out here as a, as a face for the community. And I'm like, yeah, and a community has lots of faces. Mine happens to be the one who doesn't give a crap what anybody else thinks. Yeah, we're, I wear the clothes I like. I cut my hair the way I want. I, I don't care. And that's to me that makes me the rickest Rick. And I don't, I don't care what other people and, think. And obviously, I share some of Bully's outlook. That's part of why we're friends, you know. But in that, I don't, for the most part, care what society thinks of my, me either. But I am the one of the two of us who will take that person and go, okay, do you really want to know what we're talking about, or are you just here to be a shithead? You know, because if oh, you want I mean, to know what we're talking about, I'll sit down and I'll explain it to you. Oh, I will too. But you have to approach me, not not to sound like a chode, but you have to approach me the right way. Yeah. You can't come up trying to make fun of me and not expect me to clown on you. Because I will. Yeah, if, if, if they're deliberately making fun, it's, it's a different thing, you know. I can't honestly say 100% how I'd react. There, I'm saying there's... I have encountered happen, people who are fortunate that we do not live in a barbarian society. Because I am all for a throat punch. Now, there are days I think that's all some people deserve is a punch in the throat. But right. I try to be a little less... Uh, a little less violent than that. I was going to say caustic, but whatever. Yeah, that too. Um... But and and you know, maybe that's another one of the misconceptions, and we've we've drug over that a little bit before too. But people oh, automatically think, yeah, that that all heathens are violent. We can be violent, and most of us don't have a problem with violence humans, if we feel it's needed. Humans are have violent the capacity by capacity for obscene violence. Yeah, but and so so saying that one group is more violent than the other. Now there are well, certainly groups that embrace it more. Yeah. And and I think that's what a lot of people think is that we embrace more than right. violence is a is a the automatic go to for us. And and again, that's not the case. At least the case, at least not with most uh, osotry that I know. I I think that, that has. I think some, we're a little more comfortable with violence if it's a place we feel we need I, to go. I think, that but that, it's not something we go right to. Sorry, cunt. He's about uh, to go to violence on me. I think that that's. Uh, you made me forget what I was going to say. Um, no, I think that there being more pacifists in Asa True than not mm -hmm. uh, stems from the fact that 
most Asatur come from Wicca. They, uh, most people, most pagans, come in through Wicca. It's the most common. There. Yeah. I mean, there, there are exceptions, like me, for example. I came from Christianity through it, and I never never passed through the Wiccan stage. But right. a lot well, of the heathens you, we buddy. know, but a lot of the heathens we know did were were Wiccan first. We know you're you're one of them. We know right. several others. Oh, I don't doubt that, but that was part of why I was such a bad fit for Wiccas because, well, for for one, look at my job, my previous job, security. Yeah. You you can't be a pacifist and yet still put yourself between in that kind of work the innocence and danger. Yeah. You you cannot be a pacifist there. No. And so there were many a times where people were like. Well, people are going to be people. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm going to put them in an arm bar and put them on the floor if they try to hurt the people under my care. Yeah, and again, you be like that isn't something where you have to be predisposed to violence. You just have to be okay Willing with, with, it. with violence, yeah. with the fact that violence may happen if because you're in a job where basically you're the guy, the person that steps up if somebody is about you know, to get violent. I worked with a fair amount of women. Uh Unfortunately, and this is, this has nothing to do with their gender, but everything to do with the kind of people they were, mm-hmm. were ineffective. Uh, but I also worked with a ton of men that were ineffective in that capacity. But they were ineffective people in general. Uh, well, two of the women I worked with seriously only got the job because they were diversity hires, and I sound like an absolute tool saying that. Well, you are at times an absolute tool, but they made no—they made no effort to hide it. That they—they they went in slinging that, uh, well, that lack of dick, and was like, "You—you you only have this many women in your department. You better hire us." Kind of thing. And those women came in making more money than me, and I'd been there for seven years when they got hired. Ouch. Yeah, <clears throat> balls. <clears throat> I sound really angry, and I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry I've been folks, having a lot I'm, of feminist uh, discussion today. Sorry, folks, I'm choking on my own. While he's doing that, I'm choking my, on my own lung over here. But uh, uh you got another one. Uh, we keep digressing as as we are want to do, kind of, but so not okay. not really. A little, I mean, a little because we're talking about violence and people assuming that we yeah, are violent, violent people. Yeah, uh, and it, it really isn't the first recourse there, for most heathens I know. There are times where that uh, that perception is sort of advantageous for us. It can be. Um, years ago, but when the be, uh, Buddhist the temple out on uh, 3rd mm-hmm. was being graffitied by members of the Baptist church down the street. Yeah, wow. I yeah. remember what you're talking about, actually. Um, I, got, I was trying to get people together to go and stand and protect it. Because it's like, yeah, they're pacifists. I'm not. I am more than happy to use violence against people who are... And you need some non-pacifists to kind of stand in front of the place and look at the people coming up who want to graffiti and go, no. Hey, these monks will stand here and watch you paint horrid crap on their building and do nothing about it. Because sadly, not only was it graffiti, it was bigoted graffiti. Yeah. Uh, stuff like, stuff that didn't make any sense either. Like, there was some, there was racial things being put on there 
that had nothing absolutely to nothing to do with the people who were there. That's because the people doing it didn't actually know what they were to doing. Whom they were yeah. fine, but so uh, but yeah, it, our it, that perception it, has can be advantageous because generally the perception of a threat can sometimes de-escalate a situation. Yeah, and a, way quicker. And a, a row of heathen guys standing out there would probably do it because most of us are on the bigger side in height or girth or both. At least in the in the group uh, of of lots of that we know, right? Uh, and most that I've met from out of state. Yeah, you know, the, the funny thing is, is, I'm pretty sure it's uh, you, Ravenfire, and myself that are only actual Asatur that are showing up at the moots. Uh, right now, yeah, we're we're more heathen friendly than more heathen adjacent than heathen, <laughs> but but that's all right. I, I think I think Phil's leaning that way, but. You know, we didn't really discuss much at the last one, except for the fact that it'd be the last time I was going to be there. So. Yeah. Uh, Sadness. Got to work on that. But um, all right, so anyhow, so yeah, the, we we have covered essentially the idea that people think it's a comic book religion and they don't take it seriously. People think we're violent bee holes, so they don't take it seriously. Uh, or they don't want to approach us, right? Which is still a negative. Yeah. Um, hell, I guess we could use the entire last half of the show talking about white supremacists. I'd rather not. Rather not. I mean, they need to be addressed a little, but yeah, we'll we'll find some other points that address our point. Well, we've still got like six minutes here. Uh, right. But I mean, there's other stuff we can talk about that, that relates. So, but, but you know, Thor, Thor and comic books, like the movies and the comic books, yeah. are not the only source there. I mean, true. Basically, uh, the, anytime it's, the Vikings TV show is another double-edged uh, sword of it too. I mean, Rag, Ragnar Lothbrok did exist. His sons did exist, but man, does that show play fast and loose. And that's putting it nicely. Lothbrok. Yeah, I know you just kind of ran it all together. As I, I did. Ragnar, Ragnar bear pants, fuzzy pants, fuzzy pants. It yeah. was not bear. It was fuzzy bear. Their hair bear pants. Bjorn. Wasn't it? Yeah. Bears Bjorn. Yeah, Bjorn. Bears Bjorn, which was one of his sons, actually. But, uh, yeah, his it's fuzzy Lothbrook pants. means fuzzy pants. <laughs> but, I mean, and you, that should tell you all something, that <laughs> the, the names were given based on notable traits. Yeah. And if your most notable trait was the style of pants you wore... Maybe you're not or as how hairy your as, legs were, or something. Maybe you're not as badass as the History Channel wants us to think you are. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, I've read some of these saga of Ragnar. He he was an interesting and kind of badass first time guy. But like I said, that show oh really overimagines it. Right. And the the guy that's supposed to be his brother is a guy that lived Smoky? in a different place or in a different time. Or... No, uh, Rolo. Oh, yeah. The first king of uh, uh, Normandy. Normandy, yeah. Uh, but you know, like that show. There's like a hundred year difference between the, those two individuals. Uh, yeah, hundred hundred brothers. Exactly, as I said, fast and uh, loose. By the way, I watched about thirty minutes of the first episode, and he was and like, I'm "I was just like, nope." Whereas I was able to take it as a as a different thing. I'm like, well, it's fun to watch as a as a thing, but as a historical drama, no. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that, that has been a double-edged sword, too, because it has made things like that have brought people out who 
question more about it, and, and right. we'll come up to us and ask. This well, is mean, just another media episode, episode, isn't it? Uh, what do you want from me? Um, a cookie? I don't want your cookies. I'm out of cookies. Um, but also, it's got people that immediately think it's this, this, and this, and it's like this, and uh, it's not. Odin's beard, that comes up a lot. Yeah. About yeah. Just, why is there obsession with Odin's beard? It's like, ass, it's Odin's eye. But then, you know, that doesn't really help. No. <laughs> not if you're pro- not if you're asking that way, it doesn't. Especially. <laughs> uh, again, I'm as as an edutainer. Yeah, he's uh, more tainer than edu some days. No, I mean like here I can approach this, uh, but it really does. Someone's approach to me about a topic really does color the way that I respond. Uh. I, if someone asks me a serious question, I will be absolutely scholarly and gentlemanly about my response. But if I get the ridiculousness of, hi, I used to read Thor. Where's your yellow boots? And I'm, where's your winged helmet? And I'm like, it's at home. Shut up. He actually does own a winged helmet. I don't really do. I own one, too. Um, <laughs> On that note, I think well, it is time for us to... Uh, they have about three minutes. Eh, I'm bad at time. Uh, Obviously. I'm just giving the giving the listener a minute to uh, picture us both on our winged helmets there. Right. That Alex may have to take a drink just to get that out of his head. Not because of that, but now it is. Because oh. you will find out that I've got some hard spots, too. That didn't, that didn't come, come out, out right. right. Wrong or comic book it. persona. But, uh, Are you sure? Fairly certain Deadpool's not in the lore. I'm betting he could wield the hammer. Though. Simply be- uh, following Marvel's canon. Simply because he doesn't know that he can't, and worthiness is determined by your own virtue. Yeah, but I'm I'm not sure he thinks he's that virtuous some days. <laughs> I think it depends on which synapses are firing. Yeah, Anyhow, um... Oh, Thor, basically in any form of media, is always sort of shown as just big and dumb. Yeah. Uh, Which but do you remember the crap out of me? Thor uh, on the old school Hulk TV show. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? The the movie they did, yeah. Yeah. One of the old school Hulk movies. They yeah. did, in fact, have Thor. Uh, they also, I think, showed up again on the trial of Bruce Banner, something like that. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, that's a hell of a get-out-of-jail-free card, right? Gotcha. And who can vouch for Bruce Banner? Uh, hi. God of Thunder. Holy crap. Uh, I am an actual god, and I say he's okay. We're buds. And then they dab. That'd be hilarious. Not dab. That's... Yeah, but between the two of them, they dab. There'd be probably a sonic boom in the courtroom. Wonder Jerk Powers Unite. Oh. I was talking about the fist bump and things. Anyhow, um, that they're both. Really we strong. are not helping here at all. See, no, I was trying to go with the serious, and you keep derailing us. I'm blaming you today. I, I'm fine with that. Okay. Because um, most days when I want to blame you for stuff, you get mad. So. That's where adventure happens in the derail. That's true. And on the derail, Newt. 
It's okay for a minute. I thought you said, isn't the D ready? Get out like that. <laughs> no, that's the ring. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, folks. We mean well. Take a shot out. Uh, Anyhow. But uh, again, what we have here is levity, and there's a difference yeah. between but you, being you comedical and being taken seriously on a serious topic. You could take the things that we say, though, and, and run with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, a comedic actor doing something very serious and people don't take him seriously like ashton kutcher yeah i'm not going to get into it but go look up the work he does he is a phenomenal human being and that is not something i will say about a lot of people uh he really won't so yeah go go look up what ashton kutcher does and i will work on converting him to ace of true so that way we have that'd be pretty awesome yeah uh but we'll be back shortly, guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Love Thanks you. for listening. Bye, space lady.
thanks for listening to whatever that was. I'm sure it was amazing, uh, especially if you're listening on YouTube. And uh, welcome back. And front, you're both here. Hooray! Once again, you're listening to This Weird Road with we've, Old Hammer Heart and Bully Thorn. We've not addressed our, our prison listener in a while. I bet he would know more about the uh, the Aryan Brotherhood than any of our other listeners. Well, yeah, or any of the other stupid names that those groups take. Uh, I mean, at least that one doesn't so much relate to the religion. Yeah, they they try to keep it separate, but or keep it out of it, but... Well, I mean, no, the the religion's there, but I mean, you know, the name doesn't necessarily relate. True. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, we have to give a few minutes to that subject, even though we don't like it, uh, to the fact that another reason we don't get taken seriously, that some uh, heathens and us too don't get taken seriously, is because of, uh, and we did touch on this a little in the first half, is because of racists, because there are a lot of racists in our midst. Yes. They really are the minority, they but they they're, are they're, they're the, the squeaky, Westboro Baptist. They're the squeaky wheel. They get you know yeah the they're the Westboro Baptist of of heathenry. <laughs> absolutely, you know in in that they they get focused on right because of their shenanigans, their antics, but they really aren't a good judge. They're of the not whole. representative of the whole. Not not even but you know I think not even close. I think we've touched on this. Well, we have definitely. I am the kind of person who gets mad when someone says, "Well, they're not real Christians," and I'm like, "For one, you don't get to tell people what they are." I reluctantly agree that these people are asatur. I just think that they're doing it wrong. I think they're doing it incredibly wrong. Right, but uh, you Correct. know that that that's for uh, that's for. Uh, Odin and Tyr and whatnot to take care of when they Forsetti. Also, yes. I'm agreeing that Forsetti. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Yeah, that. Uh, sorry, he's that, that long silence was me just staring at him because he seemed to not know who I was talking about. I know who Forsetti is. Um, Anyhow. He sounds Italian, though, doesn't he? A little Forsetti. I am Odin. This is Thor and Forsaity. <laughs> Again, we're not helping. If any, okay, take me seriously in that I know what the hell I'm talking about. But in my head, that was a complete Mel Brooks production. You understand that, right? Yeah. It looked was like Mel Brooks happened. was Mel Brooks Forsetti in your in your little vision there? Uh, was he the one in? <laughs> he is that, yeah. No, it was uh, it was uh, Gene Wilder. No, um, uh, Marty Feldman. We miss you, Gene. And Marty Feldman. Yeah. But, uh... And Corey Feldman. He's still... Isn't he the one that's still alive? I don't know. One of the Corey. One of the Corey. Uh... But, yeah, unfortunately, those jackrabbits, uh... To not call them the other thing, I'm trying to be good, uh, are not a good judge of... at all of what the Astro community is about. But, um, I mean, being, as a matter of fact... Being I mean, the squeaky wheel that is someone that people associate... And, unfortunately... Those are the ones that people take seriously. Yeah. I would much rather people take Marvel's take on us as serious than... And, and, and take those jackasses as the yeah. jokes that they are. How about yeah. Jack Wagons? Wagons, good yeah. One. I've been using that one a lot lately, actually. Yeah. Jack Rabbit, I think, is something completely different. Yeah. It's just what popped up. You're going to break the chair? Um, <laughs> I'm going to what the chair? Break. Oh. Um, another thing that leads to... Uh, and this... 
really, I guess, probably as a byproduct of the pop culture thing we were talking about. But uh, there are a lot of people out there who, well, not a lot, but I've seen at least a few who wear um, Mjolnir, and Mjolnir or sometimes Revolknots or stuff. Mjolnir is the most common one. Right. And, oh, because it's cool or it means Thor. I've literally heard that one. It made it my head hurt. Means it means Thor? It means Thor. Um, but not, but, but really, you know, but, but aren't wearing it, it, they're wearing it as a fashion statement and this isn't a fashion statement to us. It's no, apparently it's a meme though. Likely. Yes. No, this isn't a fashion statement. I've seen that. That doesn't mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so please, you know, uh, don't wear somebody else's religious symbol as a fashion statement. It's rude. It worked out for uh, Benny, though, in The Mummy. Oh, well, he didn't wear them as a fashion statement. He wore them as an attempt <laughs> at religious get-out-of-free cards, get-out-of-jail-free cards, basically. Which, you know, sure, sure, sure. Which, which, you know, kept him from being eaten by a mummy. Right, so I right. guess there's that. But this wouldn't, I don't think it would protect you from a mummy. I mean, unless, it were an, unless it turned into an actual hammer. Right. Then it might. Which is also one of the things that had been mentioned about uh, Mjolnir that gets left out of a lot of things. That it used to be able to shrink small enough to wear under his shirt. That's actually probably where yeah. one one gave rise to the other. I'm sure yeah. in, in the reality of it, I'm sure it was whoever was telling the story. Like, oh, these hammers we wear, I can work this into the story. You know? yeah. Thor, because Thor was able to shrink his hammer. Yeah, and you know. Well, that sounds try to, really a lot worse when I say it out loud, doesn't it? Usually, the, the, it's usually the coldest ever. If you have to shrink it to fit, then you may want to go after a bigger woman. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> or, or, dude, whatever. I don't judge. Whatever, whatever the yard your gate swings into. I don't judge. Like you said, I don't judge. Uh, I mean, I judge assholes, but... No, I judge, and I judge harshly. But not for who you sleep with or... Anything like that. I, I judge you for things like how you treat the wait staff and uh Or just kinda how you treat people and animals in general. And oh yeah, I definitely have someone to treat animals. If I if I see you mistreat a, a puppy or anything like that, like you have you know, made an enemy for life. And I don't know if this completely relates to our topic, but maybe a little. Uh I was at an event last night where there were lots of vendors mm-hmm. and uh several of them actually had animal skulls and a couple of them had goat skulls. Right, and I was like, I was looking because looking at our interest because uh, something a lot of people don't know is that goats are actually sacred to Thor. Right, and when I was explaining this to the person because they asked why I was interested in the skulls, they just looked at me like I had three heads. Well, if you'd bought two of those, you would have. Right, that's true. Uh, but you know, I mean, or I guess one of those. It's just one of those facts, I guess, that people don't really know a lot. I see she did that. Yeah, but uh, take it or galaxy. It, it was the look oh, I was getting like... he who complained about, oh, you only had me drink three times in this one show. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's uh, what he gets for complaining to us. That's yeah. a mistake every time. Uh, but, you know, it, it's things like that, too. It's trying to explain a part of your spiritual path to people and getting this look like, huh? Well, it still comes back to whole, that's a comic book religion. Uh, it might have been what this person was thinking. I can't, you know, obviously yeah. can't say what was going on in their head. It was just... I just make it up. Usually I'm right. I, I wish I hadn't been around when you just made shit up to mess with people, but I've seen you do it. I've heard you do yeah, it. Yeah, but 
frequently, I am right. I'd be like, hey, this is the thing that you were thinking. They're like, oh, uh, no, no, I wasn't. He doesn't make he doesn't I mean make stuff up about also true as far as I know. No, no. I, just people that are in front of me so that I can watch the look on their face when they realize that I have just read their mind, or at least they think I pretended to. Yeah, took enough cues to get it right. Cold cold reading is a, is thing. a thing, and it's made a lot of people really rich. Like what's her name, Caputo, Kenny Kingston. Ah, fuck Kenny Kingston. Jesus fucking Christ, fuck Kenny Kingston with the New Jersey psychic. Not, no, no, I don't mean him getting some of that fine semi-Italian hoo-ha. I mean, taking her, rolling her up like a fruit roll-up, and jamming her straight in his squazita. As you can tell, folks, uh, my partner here does not like Kenny Kingston. For those fuck like, him. For the, like, three people in the world that might remember who he was. Uh, fuck Kenny Kingston. But, you know, you were mentioning yeah. people who got rich off cold reasons. Uh, what's the other good? John, John Edward? Oh, F that guy in his A, too. Anyone who, anyone who profits who, on the misery yeah, of other feed, people. Yeah, you people, the cold reading people, they do. They feed off the misery of other people. It's disgusting. And, and I realize it's completely off topic, but no. they are horrible Ooh. people. And, and bless Harry Houdini for trying to out them. Yeah. During his lifetime, he outed as many of those people as he could. The, and see, I'm confused about... Because he lived about, during a time where, where seances and all that were I'm very popular. I'm confused about Edgar Seiss, though. Who was one of the people that, you know... Edgar Seiss. 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 I know who you're talking yeah. about. I'm confused as to whether or not he was genuine or not. But he definitely did make a living out of it. Mm -hmm. Uh... He definitely profited so, off of something. Yeah. Whether it was the misery of others, I guess, is debatable, but... Well, mysticism was so popular at the time, like you were saying with Houdini. Mm hmm It it was a fashion. It was a fad that, that rich people would invite. They'd find someone to perform a seance, and they'd bring them over to their house. And, yep. Uh, and you know, I've um, got Uncle Bucky's book on spiritualism, and... Uh, if you were ever a Wicca pagan, you know who the hell Uncle Bucky is. So, he passed recently, actually. Um, was it recently? But that's another, uh, I don't know, thing that makes it hard necessarily, but misconception is a lot of people, especially a lot of other pagans, will make the misconception that uh, that, we're, that we work a lot of magic, and actually most heathens don't. There, there I know, is some I know magic, quite a few that do. There's seed magic and stuff. See, most of the ones I know don't. At least, some some might read runes a little. But well, see, I consider divination a form of magic, and it is. But uh, I'm just saying we're not as heavy. It, magic isn't as heavy for us, and that seems to throw some other pagans off. Right. Um, I've had people ask me like, which god should I, which Nordic god should I petition for this spell? And I'd be like, none, because we don't beg our gods for help. Yeah, we don't petition our gods for things. You. Stand up and be your own person. We, give, and, we we occasionally give praise to our gods, but that's not the same thing. Right. But if, I'll put it like this. I, I see our deities as uh, as examples of mm -hmm. how to live life, how yes, to do things. I agree. Uh, so I wouldn't, if I were kidnapped and waiting on Sam and Dean to come get me, uh, I wouldn't be sitting there praying to Thor 
to give me strength to break my bindings, I'd go, how would Loki get out of this? And then I would shapeshift into a snake and... Uh, Freak out because you didn't know you could do that. And then and then I would approach my eight-year-old brother and bite him in the face. Also, don't get, don't get us wrong. I think both of us pretty much loved the movie. But the silliness... They they seriously overshadow the like very what should have been a very serious, very serious tone. and dark storyline. That's that was the problem I had with it. Uh, yeah, and it, and I'm not gonna give anything it, away. Yeah, but it is way sillier than the other MCU movies. I agree. Uh, Sorry, folks. I sat there and shook my head like you could hear it, and then realized what I was doing. Well, they could hear the rocks rattling. Oh uh, yeah, today that's probably true. I'll tell you what. So. I am not on my best game today, but I'm trying. Now, there are other... Uh, you know, I touched on this a bit in the beginning. There are other uh, sources of Scandinavian characters, not even just our deities, right? in media that are always played up as kind of dopey. like well, uh, Or just dull. Well, dwarves, we were talking that yeah. they're from our lore, and they they are given some pretty negative views... Well, that would be because in different they, pop culture stuff too. Uh, see, I think that that primarily comes from really an anti-Semitic source, as the the dwarves correlated to Jews basically at one point. Oh, look, another thing Hitler ruined for us. Uh, it was before that. It it was. Uh, you know, where people weren't perfect. And when you go to an Arab country and you try uh, dealing with a group of people that they think it's a fair deal, whatever. Anyhow, the... Oh, run for us. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're usually shown as dullards. Um, I know it's meant to be funny, but like, that's sweet as chef. Yeah, they, they joke about the way Swedes speak. Yeah, and so do we, because we referenced it before we even started the show today. We did, and Bjork. See, I was saving that for the end. Well, I mean, people may I've heard her utilized yeah. in a very similar way, because some I, of the things she says I, says can be pretty hard to decipher. I genuinely like Bjork, and not. Not necessarily her music, what I've learned about her as a person. Right. And uh, she, uh, let's keep in mind, she was kind of Lady Gaga before Lady Gaga was. Right. The weird costuming, the out there uh, videos and stuff like that. And even in some cases, songs that just made you go, what? Well, since none of us speak Icelandic. Well, there's that, but... but... she, I found out recently that most, a lot of what she does is riffing on herself. On her early career when she was like super artsy fartsy. Yeah. And now the stuff she does is referencing that, going, look at what a putz I was. I guess it wouldn't be putz, but no, but everybody likes that word. It's yeah, a word. it is. It is a fantastic word. Thanks, Juice. Uh. Shut up. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Uh, but 
every time there is essentially a Scandinavian mentioned, especially males, they're always dumber than a bag of hammers. Always blonde, always well-built. Well, not necessarily blonde or well-built. I was thinking, mm-hmm. of, I was thinking about the episode of Buffy, where uh, you meet uh, Anya's husband from her first life, mm-hmm. when she was still a rabbit farmer. Is that I can't remember the actor's name, Kubiak. Yeah, I know. Who, I, again, I don't know the actor's name, but I know who you're talking about. But uh, I mean, he was big and dumb, and all the people around them. Like, yeah, trying to do sex into here. And she was the only one in the village that had any fucking brains. And that, I would assume, would be because it, she was seeing herself through a modern filter. Yeah. Likely. So, and we we never think of ourselves as dumb. Well, I mean, most people don't. Especially the people who should don't think of themselves as dumb. But anyway... Uh, yeah, I never, I never thought about the whole negative uh, Scandinavian uh, stereotype. But yeah, you're right, absolutely. The modern, not necessarily modern, but for our lifetime, because it's starting to clear up a little bit now. Yeah, especially, unfortunately, because of like Vikings, uh, and more actual history is being brought to light. Yeah, and being taught in schools, like. Hey, Christopher Columbus was never actually in America. He was in South America, and he certainly was not the first person to go there. Now, I had someone uh, recently, it hurts me, I I don't know, uh, a discussion of flat earthers came up, and someone brought it up on Facebook, knowing that I'm an Asatur, and asked if, uh, he said, well, didn't the Vikings think the world was flat? And I'm like, are you nuts? So I'm really hoping he was just setting me up for some educational exposition, which I can lay out. Right. Uh, take a drink, Alex. Um, anyhow. So I'm really hoping that that's what he was doing and that he doesn't really think that. Yeah, I, I read like, the threads you're talking about. I certainly yeah, hope he doesn't. But it's but like, dude, the ancient Greeks had at least two different uh, sciences that proved the Earth was round, and this was long before anyone was setting sail. Yeah, that that there are flat Earth. I mean, again, I know that's not oh. topic, but that there are flat Earthers in modern society completely baffles me. Well, it's stupid. That's why it baffles me. Yeah. Like, how can you? I still love all the. How can you know the, what we know and there's believe a, that? There's a conference of flat Earthers with. Uh, 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 speakers coming in from all around the globe. I'm sorry, there's flat earthers coming from all around the what? All, all what the globe now? From the who? Around. Hmm. You think maybe? He thinks you might have hit on something there. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, but no, we're frequently painted as buffoons. And that, again, makes it harder when you say, well, mine is, you know, from ancient Scandinavians. Ancient probably isn't the right word. Historical? Historical, yeah. Historical Scandinavians? It can, at the very least, get you an eye roll. But again, one of the oldest cave paintings depicting Odin Odin is from 10,000 BCE. So, after, been around. Yeah. Maybe not. (sighs) 
Well, definitely not Ossetru, but... Well, I mean, call yeah. it what you will, but yeah. Uh, the Venus of the, the Super Fertile Lady mm-hmm. was found in Germany. Uh, Venus of Dussel, du, du, Dusseldorf? No, it's not Dusseldorf. That's mustard. It's also a place. What? I don't think you're right. Um, so now I'm going to approach the oracle about it. Uh, but you know these things are it's it's low grade insults. Yeah, it's lowest and common it, denominator stuff, and it's it's the stuff that sort of wears away at people. Willendorf, yeah, Venus of Willendorf. Um, it's what wears away people's view yeah. of others. If it's something like jading people, but a little and different. The thing is, like, if you did it about an ethnicity, oh, you'd be railed for it. Yeah. If if I made a TV show and and let's say all of the Hispanic people on it were really stupid, yeah, uh, it might not get noticed at first, but I guarantee you, within a couple of years, there's going to be a college course based entirely on that show. And about how it's racist against Mexicans. Right. And by the way, but if you do it against you notice all the breachers in Flash are Hispanic? So far. Kinda of interesting. I think they're making a statement there. Uh sort of a shitty statement. Never really thought about it. Uh, anyway, but, uh, yeah, because you're doing it I noticed my spirituality. Paranoid. Yeah. Because it's well and it's not one that's widely accepted. Yeah. So it kinda goes past people's uh, Yeah. So, I I don't know. It, it's these. I hate the term microaggressions, but that's kind of what it is. Uh, and th- the difference is in how you handle it. We can handle it by proving them wrong, by being educated, well mannered. And that's that's my favorite type to take on. Be bearded uh, individuals. Be bearded. Be bearded. At least like not bespeckled, but at least we're not bejeweled. Hold off on the bedazzler. It's a pair of pants, not a chandelier. Um, wow, second Deadpool reference on the show. I also watched it again recently. Um, so it, these these little things, and I understand. I've always understood what people mean by it. I just don't take it very seriously, and I don't even really take this very seriously. On the whole, because. You, we're still individuals, and we still act on our own, independent of what others think, which again makes us the rickest of religions, because we're just like, don't really, we're gonna do our thing, you do your thing, and hopefully we'll all get along. Yeah, hopefully we won't have to battle axe you in the face for it. <laughs> if your thing is trump, is you know stomping on our thing, then yeah, we're gonna right. have problems. We're gonna raise up our shields about it if we have to. But, um, First the shields, then the axes, you never know. Steve Rogers. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, Clang. those who oppose the shield must yield. Sorry. Oh, wow, you know the whole thing. I guess. Shut up. Anyhow. Uh, We're dorks in case you have another. Yeah, and again, that's why people don't take it seriously. Well, that, I that, do, that really does go back to just you and I. Well, no, it, as we've pointed out before, we are kind of the library religion. Yeah, we and the library religion. We, we are that. And people 
when you and I were growing up, intelligence was something to aspire to. Now it's belittled, which I don't get. Which is baffling. Because we live in the age of information, and people choose to be ignorant. Yeah, I don't get that either. That's way above my head. If I had had access to modern internet when I was a kid, once I discovered porn, I'd still probably be in the same situation. Take a shot, Alex. Yeah. But, But until then... I'd have absorbed everything I could get my hands on. And now people, you know, use it to look at cat videos and argue over semantics. I was say, it seems like people are absorbing, but they're absorbing the dumber... The Alex Jones shit. Now, fuck that guy and his gay frogs. Sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. So We'll have to discuss that out there. So you don't know who Alex Jones about. is? Not right off the bat. He's the yelling... Republican guy that's not Rush Limbaugh. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a huge conspiracy theorist sells a a ton of... He's the one that sells all the products on his show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. What's the word of it? My other half was listening to a documentary or podcast thing about his jackassery not too long ago. Oh, yeah, he is is the douchiest of bags. And... uh, Definitely. So... And you already stole my Bjork Thunder. I was going to throw that in here. Well, she actually became, actually thought she was a point of utilization. Um, And by the way, Bjork, if somehow this gets to you, we love you. You do great work. uh, I would appreciate a heads up if you listen to the show. I will talk about you more often. That'd be pretty magnificent. Yeah. That would give us so much cred. So, (laughs) right. So they'd be like, yeah, our show has like 4,700 listeners. And they're like, you York listens to our show. You literally just did what you were talking about. I know. Oi. Oh, and Q <sighs> uh, putts. Anyhow. Uh, no, no uh, but we both make fun of the people who do the super serious. Yeah. Uh, this. Thank you for listening to blah, 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 and we're super serious, and we sit around and talk about how yeah, no, serious I was talking about this candidate. No, no, yeah, I know. It's funny. Anyhow. We're horses. Um, but absolutely. <laughs> to sum up, not a comic book religion. Yeah. Not a fashion statement. Nope. Um, and please not, a racist, not racist. And please listen to us, Bjork. And please listen to us, Bjork. Yes. I think uh, that pretty much nails everything. That's the nutshell. Knowing our luck, that'll be all that records it. It'll just loop the whole show. <laughs> Please listen to us, Bjork. Please, Please listen, listen to, to us, Bjork. Bjork. Please listen. You know the whole Dan Rather story, right? Yeah. Satan, 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 Satan. Uh, By the so, way, if you haven't read the Satanic Bible, do it. It's a good read. It's just not what you think. Throwing that out there. Uh... Because we, we educate in all kinds of weird ways on this show. Yeah. The, if, if nothing else, read the uh, 11, 11 Rules of Earth. The 11 Rules. Yeah. Those are interesting. It, it trumps the Ten Commandments. Oh, we need a different word. It Cheetos? No, that's not right. Uh, See, it that. certainly beats the Ten Commandments as far as being a, a list of... Good rules to live by. Things that you actually can live by. Like, never ever hurt little children. Uh, Don't sexually harass people. Well, that's why I prefer the nine. They make more sense to me as rules to live by. 
Well, you are nine virtues. Yeah. Those are sort of overall for like who you are. Yeah. But these eleven rules really right. are like, don't do this crap, or you're a schmuck. Don't be an ass. All right. Okay. Uh, so we all love you. We love you all. Thanks for putting up with us for a week or not. I guess I don't know. Um, say your thing, so I can say my thing. Uh, may the gods grant you wisdom, strength, and laughter. Keep your path clear. And keep your wits as sharp as your swords. Later, folks. Where did the button go? There's the button. You're listening to Pagans Tonight. Pagans unite on Pagans Tonight. Many paths, one network. For over five years, we've been the place to connect with the best, brightest, and most trusted voices in the pagan world. Every night is Pagans Tonight.